Hello. Hello. We're live. It's working. Attempt three at Iron Man. Kate, would you like to explain our trouble recording Iron Man? Was this a dig? No, only one of them is a dig. One of them was technical difficulties. First time was technical difficulties. Raining rain a lot. Kept stopping, buckering. Mm-hmm. Attempt two, I fell asleep. You did fall asleep. 20 minutes in. Promise this Which is, is not a... Um, it's not indicative of this film's quality. We're finally covering the MCU. Well, sweet films, sweet FA bracket films and alcohol. Our first two starts were better. Hmm. They were better than this. They were smoother. You went in with a vendetta for this one. <laughs> That's why. This is the show where we turn films into drinking games and show you how to play them. And as we said, in honour of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, otherwise known as, oh shit, it's Kang, we're finally doing the MCU. Woo-hoo. In order, start to finish eventually. Not, eventually. not every week interspersed yeah also um i'm drinking disarano and coke which i will pad for time while find the rules that we did yesterday I'm what are you drinking, drinking vodka lime and lemonade and we're shot in jaeger we're shot in jaeger bombs we are in an airbnb currently we are no shot glasses so we are using egg cups as we glasses. are shot out of egg cups yeah uh, i have the rules so we're gonna do things a bit differently for the mcu we have some generic marble rules in addition to specific rules for each film so our generic Marvel rules that will go for every Marvel film. Uh, we're going to do sip for death. Yep. A sip every time someone in the film has a sip of something. Um, a sip for every Marvel Easter egg or future tease. Mm-hmm. And a sip for every quip. Quip, quip. For this film specifically, we're going to do every time Tony's arrogant. I wanted to say every time Tony's a prick, but Katie loves Iron Man, so that was that was not allowed. Um, every time Pepper's right, just in general, uh, right a lot. The word Stark, which from the first 20 minutes is a big one. And we're going to do a shot every time the suit breaks. We've started this twice. We haven't even seen the suit yet. <laughs> That's how... That we did not get very far into seven minutes in first it. time and 20 minutes the second time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping we just get to 30 this time. Let's press play. <laughs> Here we go. We're in. We are in if Disney Plus wants to. There we go. Paramount logo. Beautiful starry eyes. Must again. be sad. Must be sad that they lost it. They must be very sad. Very sad indeed. The wallets are sad. Although, to be fair, they did have a mint 2022. Yeah, they did, didn't they? They're yeah. Top Gun. Top Gun, Sonic, Scream. They had something else that was big as well. It's not bad, is Oh, it they had Smile as well. And that's the alternate. Shit, old Marvel logo. Oh, shit, we're on the Marvel logo. Uh, and the film is on now. That's not a bad Marvel logo, Mike. It's quite exciting. It's a dull compared to the new one. Only because Very of what you know now, I think that's nice, and I like that it's all comic. It's classic. It's throwback. It's, it's, it's not classic. like MCU exciting though. Oh god! <laughs> now that's a logo that is like on Morbius and stuff. The in association with Marvel Studios logo. Uh, Very worrying. Oh, shit, I don't think we have the subtitles on. Oh, we can do this whilst it's on. Don't have yeah. to interrupt the podcast. Exceptional stuff. I was saying this on our first 20 minutes. I'm going to say it again because it's even more true now. I have watched this film and especially this intro so many times. <laughs> yeah, we've seen the intro a fair few times now. I, I don't think all's going to end well for these soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> just just call me crazy. I have a bad feeling. Let's what? start up an exciting conversation about uh, Tony Stark's appearance. Tony Stark's appearance. Uh, I, I like the fact that he's undone his... I didn't notice this yesterday. He's undone his top button because his business Mike. is done. His business is done. He's unwinding. He's got himself a scotch. Yeah, nice uh, tumbler glass. A, a horrible pinstripe suit. He has horrible uh, sunglasses soup, on. Suit. 
he does have horrible sunglasses on. Uh, but that his goatee is really sharp. Annoying. He has a personal goatee stylist. We have, yep. Who I reckon resides with him. <laughs> After every meal, didn't you say? Like brushing your teeth. <laughs> Arrogant, he's talking about uh, cover models. First sip of the MCU here on Sweet Affair Brackets Films and Alcohol. First sip's always good. Was that a quip? There's a quip about the guy putting his hand. We're going to call that a quip. It's our first quip as well. Oh, what an exciting time this was when this first came out. You didn't go to the cinema to see this, did you? No. See, I did, but this was 2008, so I will have been... 14 years ago, so I would have been... 11. So this yeah. was like, I didn't have any idea of it becoming like a, a death. One guy died. Sugar. Bullies, it's all going down. Oh, I think he's, he's, you know, he's died as well. Now Jimmy's going to go. Stay, Jimmy, stay. Stout does really well to not die, really. Especially with that. Like, that sort of holes in the tank. Wouldn't have a quick end to the MCU. <laughs> really would have been, yeah. Well, this is, oh shit, something we didn't talk about yesterday. This is uh, a what if, isn't it? Where Killmonger saves him. Oh, really? Yeah, I we didn't watch what if. We did, we watched that one together. What if Killmonger saves him? And then they become friends. And then he still ends up becoming. Why would Killmonger save him? Because he was a soldier. Oh. And then like, Tony hires him as his, I can't quite remember it. It was good anyway, it was one of the better ones. Mike has most sharp film knowledge, especially MCU knowledge in the whole world. I am very um, average. <laughs> you just you have, no, you'd remember them better. You've just slept through most of them. That's my last That's sleep joke. That's my last sleep joke. Rude. <laughs> very rude to say that. I'll tell you what, his suit is ruined. Oh no, what a shame. Absolutely. Ruined. His better. He kind of pulls off the rugged look. Ten Rings reference. He's a rugged bloke, isn't he? Yeah, so I was 11 when I saw this, and I had no idea that, like, building towards a shared universe or anything. So when all the post credit mm-hmm. scenes and the Easter eggs happened, I got well excited. Oh, Excited 11-year-old Mike. I probably didn't watch this till about 15. I was 10 when it came out. Yeah, that's probably about right. I bet your dad would have gone to see it at the cinema. No, nah, no one would have gone with him. No. No, <laughs> oh, it's just sad. He might have forced my mum. Here's something I don't like. That is just a random man. That's not Howard Stark. Um, also, he said Stark, and that's a sip. Yeah. That's not the Howard Stark from all the films after this. They just found a random mustachioed man. <laughs> Think ahead. If you plan on making sequels and stuff, just say to a famous guy, do you want... X amount of money to have your picture taken a couple of times. What, who's gonna say? Sequels? Who's gonna say no that to that? Picture Stark. is so funny. He's doing the Alex the Lion pose. I was thinking Cobra Kai. Oh, nice. Yeah, both good. Could you be asked for that beard though? It's sharp, and it's his signature look, isn't it? Could you imagine him without it now? Like, uh, I'm trying to imagine again. Hitler without his signature facial hair. <laughs> I love that. That's your comparison. Yeah, because I actually did a lot of... I did a GCSE and an A-level in history. Specifically and, uh, Hitler's moustache. Let me get to the point, Mike. I'm Sorry. trying to make. 
He deliberately shaved his moustache like that, obviously, because he did it to himself, but to help help to help his um, <laughs> memorability in the political party. To help him stand out. Yeah, exactly, so people would remember him. But he deliberately did it to himself. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't an accidental moustache. It was not accidental. He shaved it off no. and it grew back instantly. He just sneezed and lost that after all, did he, though? Like an Evan Almighty. He tries to shave his beard. Yeah, so he purposely made it memorably. Horrific. Horrific, Terrible. I suppose, yeah. Never come back in style, that moustache. It won't, no. But very memorable, Mike. Stark as well. Well, ruined it for Charlie Chaplin, though, didn't he? He had a little moustache. Ruined a lot of things, though, didn't he? We won't get into that. <laughs> Let's not. Let's focus on how well Jeff Bridges looks. He looks like the trophy he's holding up. Is he 58 here? Is that what we Googled yesterday? Well, let's stop talking about yesterday. It's confusing. Okay. I think he's 58. He looks hot. What do you think about uh, Slim, Shaven, Favreau? I completely missed him. I'm not going to lie. He's there in the background. Exactly, Mike. Can I see him? Yeah. He's literally there. There. Oh, my golly gosh. He looks young. Right. uh, Director and star. Right. Hot off the back of Elf. And Zathura. He was quite skinny in Elf. Yeah, because he's the Doctor in Elf as well, Mm -hmm. isn't he? We have a commentary of Elf. Uh, Have a look. Wherever you get your podcast from. Wherever you listen to this one. Go scroll back on it. We're on there. Oh, Colonel Rhodes. Terrence Howard. He must be sad about it. You think? Well, just for the thing of... It would have been a lot of money regardless. Well, yeah. Uh, I suppose it's one of the things where... I mean, they did try and kind of fuck him over in the second one which we'll get on to more when we do the second one I think or two Starks Leslie Bibb cameo <laughs> I also like how they kind of tone down how much of an arsehole he is across the films Yeah, he's always arrogant but this is him at his real arsehole best yeah he hasn't learned his lesson though yet has he no had his chest exploded and all that Big old chest explosion. Look at that moustache. It looks like he stuck it on. I think the moustache is the worst bit about it. Mm-hmm, because he shaved it underneath his But once his you notice the moustache, it's hard to take your eyes away from the moustache. Yeah. yeah. The fancy beard is forgivable. It works But so, why not it? keep the tash to go up to your nose? Why put that bit of... I don't no, know. I, I don't like that The bit. whole thing has got a lot of effort in, so we might as well do that part as well. Oh, uh, that's a Captain America reference. Oakley dokely. The third film in the franchise for Film Simpsons. (laughs) Ned Flanders. Nedrick. (laughs) That might be his full name. It's probably not. I also don't like his slick back hair. No, me neither. Oh, he has a quiff, don't he, like the later ones? (laughs) Quiff, that's a funny word. Oh, Quiff Richards. Also, no one snogs like this. (laughs) It's very aggressive, isn't it? Very aggressive. It's just so frantic. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh... That's probably the closest thing the MCU had to a sex scene up until um, that really weird one in Eternals that's just completely unnecessary. Yeah. Not needed at all. Most memorable part of the film, though. I kind of just love the fact that... There um, is a lot. It's hard to pick a favourite moment from Eternals. It is is hard to pick a favourite moment. Um, What a gaff. I like it when Harry Styles shows up with that terrible CGI dwarf. (laughs) That's just the worst CGI I've ever... Is that a post-credit scene? Yeah. Oh... Oh, the fact that a big hand popped out of the earth and it hasn't been re- referenced in anything else yet. <laughs> Are they pretending it's not happened, Eternals? Uh, no, 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 I think they'll do a second one. 
Mm. Or at the very least, do like a, they'll do something with it. Is um, Chloe Zhao doing it again? Is that the right name? Um, from what I've done, like rumors and stuff, it seems like yeah, she's involved. Um, I don't think that the film looks bad. I just think the plot's bad and the pacing's bad, and that'll it's be a, a slog boring. when we cover that. That will be a slog. Yeah, it's boring. So Paul Bettany, uh, oh, for Spencer Pepper. Paul yeah, Bettany um, described this as the easiest money he ever made. <laughs> I think he said it took him a day or two in a recording booth. What did he make? A uh, good chunk of money. So he took his wife on holiday straight away. Hmm. I'll try and find the uh, exact amount. Pretty annoyed that he's cheating on Wonder, but whatever. <laughs> just pouring my second drink. Well, technically, Wonder dead. Spoilers for MCU, but. Jesus, you're not well. You're not coming into this commentary. It's your first watch, are you? You're as bad as me talking about Hitler five minutes in. <laughs> I think people hair know. already looks better. Here. It does look better. Here. Yeah, the slip back was bad. I want you to be on a watch of something as well. Robert Downey Jr. is smaller than Pepper Potts. In the second one, especially, he wears big flared pantaloons to hide <laughs> the fact that he's wearing massive like. Stilts. Stilts, yeah. Is so we're going to be on pantaloon watch. Yeah, he's like five, seven, I'd say. Same as me. Probably, yeah. See, look, he's not got huge pantaloons there. I could see it. But he's not stood up, so it doesn't matter. He's got still a fit, though, isn't it? His, His car's cool. Drink number two of the podcast. Why do they do it in metres? It don't work that way. <laughs> We don't know that measurement. He's 5'8", so he's just taller than me. How tall is Gwyneth Paltrow? Bear with me. Bear grills. In the wild. Oh, <laughs> Gwyneth's after spell. It is. It is a, it's a tricky he's name. He's 5'9". She's only an inch taller than Yeah, but she also has to wear heels in this to look businessy. Uh. So he probably puts her up to about... I don't know, I wish the heels had two inches. No one wears two inch heels, babe. That's a kitten heel. Well, I don't know. I don't know these things. Go on. So, mm, let, me, let me wait till we see him. Six inch heels is like a, that's a big heel. Okay. Stark, by the way, it's another drink. And also, she was right well, about something, so two drinks. One to two inch, so that's two a drinks. kitten heel. Missed two drinks there. Sorry, I don't know why I might Such get a so cool aggressive. car. Such a cool car. I wonder if they were sponsored by Audi. They must have been. I feel like the Audi R8 was fairly new at the time. Mm. It was like the car. Because this, this must be around the time when 17 again came out. It's like everyone mm. drives an Audi R8 when he does his like cool arrival. I love how films from like the same decade have a certain style. Oh, yeah. Like, they yeah, just you said 17 100%. again. They're not similar jacket, at all. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, the style is very similar. <laughs> very different films. So, anyway, getting into the roadie thing, uh, Terence Howard was the more... That's this, well, this yes. guy. Yeah, Don okay. Cheadle is um, Iron Man 2 onwards. Right, Terrence okay, Howard okay. Uh, was the bigger name, so he got paid a lot more than Robert Downey Jr. in this one. Right. And the reason he didn't come back for two, which we'll go into in more detail, but I'll just kind of hint at it. Um, basically, to accommodate Robert Downey Jr.'s, I think it was like a 200% pay rise, they asked him to take a pay cut. Bad taste, that really. Yeah, so he obviously said no, and then um, they recast him. Oh, it's bad. It's bad that 
I think this is worse as well. Cause there's no way of me saying this to sound nice. Mm. Robert Downey Jr. is not replaceable in a sequel. No. He, he, yeah, he just basically made the role his own, didn't he? It's replaceable. Well, I mean, Terrence Howard's good in this. He just doesn't get a lot to do. He doesn't get his own suit or anything. That's what I mean. It's not yeah. it's, it's not his film, so they're not developing that character. He's very much a sidekick. Oh. At, be- at best, Pepper's more of a sidekick, really. Yeah, I agree. So it's not. I also this scene here where there's strip, strip, uh, stripper pole on his plane. I was debating saying we should drink for just pure sexism. But. <laughs> um, that's been brought into an argument with one of the, the one of the per- head writers of She-Hulk mm-hmm. defended the scene where she twerks with Megan the the Stallion. Is that how you're supposed to say mm-hmm. it? Instead of the, it's the. Mm-hmm. Um, by saying, yeah, you know, it's the most comic accurate show. When like there's that scene where I am on a stripper pole and people didn't react to that. I think the difference is I don't mind her twerking. I hate a celebrity cameo. Hate it. It's uh, not about the celebrity cameo, is it? I think it is in that. That's what annoyed me most about it. I think that's but why you're I, not making the same point that she's making. Who the blokes are? It's a bloke, the writer. Oh, sorry, he. That was sexist. Sorry. Males can write female comics too, Katie. Come on, come on now. I'll just take my take my shoes and mind out the go. <laughs> come on, what were you trying to say? But I don't really get what you're trying to say. Because the 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 the, the twerk in the strip pole is the same. If it's just she Hulk twerking by herself, mm. and I'm an, an, with a strip pole like it is. But they didn't bring in Pamela Anderson to dance on the strip pole. They didn't have to get a celebrity cameo in as well. I think that's why that scene stands out so much in the MCU, because it feels desperate bringing in a celebrity to cameo. It's something mm. the Fast and Furious films do. It's something Fast and Furious films do. I kind of get what you mean, but is it not more the point of what they're doing is bad that really matter? Is there? No, because I think the twerking joke's fine. Well, it's, no, it's not bad, like, but oh, you know what I mean? This is Megan the Stallion. What's she doing in the MCU? Unbelievable. What is she doing in the MCU? This is incredible. Oh, yeah, so that is, yeah. Sip. Sip. He's incredibly uncool phone. LG. There's no Very, way. Um, There's no way in Iron Man 2 when he's rocking an LG flip weird screen phone. That was phone. it of the time, Mike. I'm just so glad he meant it does that thing where it flips at the top. He gets to see so much more. <laughs> oh, you quip, you quipped. Uh-oh. Well, we know what happens here, and it ain't good. Mad explosions. Sugar. Sugar, honey, iced tea. So this was like Robert Downey Jr. He was a risk when they hired him as well. Mm. It was John Favreau's first choice, but he was obviously recovering from addiction. He'd been arrested, um, but he got clean. Mm-hmm. I think he did community service and stuff, and which is why he came in on such a small wage. But then by the time you get round to like Spider-Man Homecoming, for example, I think he got paid $15 million for that, and he did three days' work. Oh. Maybe it was $12 million for three days' work. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. That seems really disgusting, by the way, when he pulls that out of his nose. That's so disgusting. <laughs> oh, you're shitting yourself so much. Especially when you've lived a little coddled life like him. I think this might have put me at ease, though. Jensen. Or Jensen. It's one of the two. I think it's Yen. Yen. I'm going to go with Yen. Well, you you going with Yen? I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> you think he's called Phil? <laughs> <laughs> My man. My man. It is cool. 
it's it's just a great character design all around Iron Man. Everything about it looks cool. I like how his suits have progressed through every film. Yeah. And like especially in all the later films when we get to them, every time his suit fails against something or someone, mm. like he, in the next film, he's fixed that problem. Yeah. To kind of prove that he's always working on them and always Yeah. It's a good um, storyline. Yeah. Timeline. That's what I want. Oh, it's so minging. <laughs> there is a really disgusting scene in this where Pepper has to, like, go into the mm-hmm. hole and pull some out and put something else in, and it's all covered in goo. I always remember that. Yeah, Name I remember it. that scene. Also, how does his beard still look so sharp? The moustache looks miles better, though. Now that it's grown yeah. back up to the top of his lip. Bit of a continuity over that, though. Because he should have more shadow on his actual face. He's still got a bit of shadow. Because his tash has fully grown yeah. back under his nose. I think maybe they realised that was bad. They must have done. It'd be interesting to see if he does Especially go back to, to a little that one. woman. And be having such a frantic shag. I'm sure it stays like that. <laughs> such a frantic shag. There's no way <laughs> she'd be that buzzing to get his clothes. Then again, maybe she takes his clothes off. She don't have to keep looking at the tash. That's true, yeah. Lights out. Exactly. Lights out. Tash out of mind. <laughs> so yeah, so these are um, the ten. Well, these are like something to do with the ten rings. This organization. Um, so the Mandarin, obviously from Shang Chi, Shang Chi's dad uh-huh. was Iron Man's. Is Iron Man's like arch nemesis in the comics, kind of like Green Goblin to Spider Man or okay. Red Skull to Captain America. But at this point in the comics, he was kind of still just a racist, a racist stereotype. Right. And so John Favreau was like, "I don't know how to do this <laughs> to like make it not a racist so with, stereotype." So with that in mind, why did they start with Iron Man? Because it sold most of the best characters. Uh Basically, Marvel bet like everything on this. Uh, so at this point, they'd already sold the X Men, the Fantastic Four, Spider Man, Daredevil. Uh, they sold anyone else? Well, that's a lot anyway. Hulk. Yeah. Hulk's at Universal. Um, yeah, okay. Fair enough. So they didn't have like... I suppose not they'd start with Spider-Man. He's the surest fire hit, I would say. So it was kind of like... I, I, there's an article about like oh, Marvel putting all the faith in the B-team, which was Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. That's just... That's crazy to me that that was ever the B-team. I team. know, it is crazy, isn't it? But I think it was like... Iron Man, are we, how are we ever going to make this suit look good enough? I think with Captain America, it was like, is he not too self-righteousness? Like, how are we going to make this character likeable? Yeah. And not, like, in-your-face, smarmy and smug. And not, not smug, um... What's the word I'm looking for? A little weasel, basically. <laughs> a little weasel for doing the right thing. He's a weasel for doing the right thing. And then Thor being, like, such a kind of far cry from the other two of, like, a Norse god and... Yeah. But I actually think it works well that though your first four films were... Two Iron Mans, a kind of Shakespeare in space that Thor is, yeah. with his horrible blonde eyebrows, and oh. then Captain America, a war story. Yeah, they're all it really kind of give you a lot. Yeah, exactly, and then it kind of eased you into the Avengers. And... But so, yeah, if this wouldn't have worked, Marvel probably would have gone bust. Wow. Which is baffling. It is baffling. Now they've got two, one, two of the most highest profit films of all time. 
Yeah, I think they probably got three of the top. No, they don't have three of the top five. I think they got two of the top five. I think Infinity War and Endgame are in the top five. But then no one will make make more. Not many of those two, no. Uh, Top five, highest grossing movies of all time. Avatar, Avengers Endgame, Titanic, The Force Awakens, Avengers Infinity War. The seventh is in Avengers as well, so they've got three in the top seven. Where's No Way Home? Uh, it's only giving me seven for some reason. If I had a different list. Oh wait, this list has it at sixth. This one has Avatar, Avengers Endgame, Titanic, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Avengers: Infinity War, Spider-Man: No Way Home, and then Avatar: The Way of Water. And then the Avengers: Tenth. Mm. So those lists are really fuck me. The eleventh highest grossing film of all time is Furious Seven. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. And Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom at eighteen. This can't be. Surely right. that's not right. Nine Man Three at twenty three. No way. Maybe get off this list. Yeah. Well, it's box office mojo. Oh. But it just doesn't seem right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll do more research on that. What do you think of his little hat? His little train driver hat. <laughs> Looks good. Covers up the hair. Covers up the hair. Keeps all the sun out of his eyes in that cave. Important. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a hat really, do they? Not in a cave. Definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, look at how manky his fingernails are. Probably the least of his concerns, to be fair, but... Uh, there we go, his beard's growing um, out now. the ick right there. <laughs> Dirty fingernails. Dirty, long fingernails. I like his fingerless gloves as well. They, so they, they, the they and the train fingernails. driver hat would be a real good, a real good pair. Ten oh, rings. See, look, his uh, beard's growing out. I'm happy with that. He's been there for so long. What so they've intentionally kidnapped him to build build what? The Jericho missile. The one that he showed off when he put his arms out. Ah, okay. But then he's got there and he's found out that they have all of his weapons. Right. Because someone in his company is selling them to the bad guys as well as the good guys. Mm. But he'd never noticed because he was just getting filthy, stinking rich and having sex with the reporters and growing little moustaches. Just and then growing out little moustaches. Like, mm-hmm. so much to do. Yep. Busy man, really. Really busy. Very busy man. I wonder what they ate in there. Bet it was rubbish. I thought he had his hands in a bowl of spice and I thought... Oh, look, he slicks his hair back again. Just so he feels more at home. I think he had a comb. Maybe even Yen somewhere having date night or something. (laughs) (laughs) Let's pretend we're at CGI's. Pretend it's your birthday, I'll sing. I'll get on the chair. Hmm. Jensen. Oh, I was wrong. I thought it was Jensen. I also like this because all the science feels, like, believable. Yeah, this is, that's like a bit of um, a bugbear for me. It's a films. criticism of the later MCU, I would say. In what sense? He invents time travel in about four, in about four seconds. Yeah. Which I get, it's a three hour long film, and we don't want to just be sat there watching him invent time travel, because it would be dull, but on the other hand, a couple of minutes or something. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, the rest of the film's so good. And, it, and it's, they had to invent it, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. They need, like, um, a happy medium of, they're not glossing over it, and it's like, oh, look, time travel. Yeah, I feel like... But also, talk, they need to explain it enough. We talked about that in a recent... Yeah. I can't think what film it was for, but it was a good example of it. We don't want to be 
We're not all dumb. But we can't work out what's going on. They don't need to be like, I have invented time travel. Oh my golly gosh, I can't believe it. <laughs> now we can go back in time and stop Thanos. <laughs> 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 the uh, the Flash TV series was rubbish for that. Aww. It would put it would do it. Rick and Morty made a joke about it, not about the Flash specifically, but just about TV shows, kind of taking a word like a spacey science word and putting it in some something real. Like um, they did it in Black Adam. Yeah. What was the thing? The, the quantum the telescope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what? Oh, oh no! Oh, is it no? Avatar's on Obtainium, isn't it? Mm. Awful. No, what was it called? Obtainium. That's Black Adam, isn't it? No, that's Avatar. Is it? Black Adam's was equally stupid. Oh, that's a good question. I'm sure. I'm sure that one is. I'm sure Obtainium's Avatar. I mean, you've seen the second one. Un. Ob. Obtainium. Yeah, it's Avatar. I don't know, I can't remember, I, to be honest, I can't remember anything about Black Adam, and for good reason. It's rubbish. It is rubbish. Don't tell her out, though. When Shazam comes out, we will be covering Man of Steel. Making our way into the DC extended universe of confusion. Yeah, very confusing. I love how he's managed to keep his suit so incredibly clean, Jensen. That's the sign of a classy man, that. And he's shaving a new goatee every day. He's got a little razor. Yeah, he's been shaving on it. And you can tell Tony's got some hope now, because he's reshaved his. Yeah. And if I'm going to escape from this prison, not slick them, I'm going to have my signature goatee. Um, beard, trimmer. Oh yeah, he can't be sharp with it. Mm-hmm. He's just got to do a basic job. His nose, nostrils have never been so ticklish. If you saw him in the desert though, and he didn't have his signature goatee, they'd probably like, "Oh, that's not Tony Stark. Fly past him. Fly past <laughs> him. It's just, it's a rando. Fly that, past that him." That bead of skin between his moustache <laughs> and nose gleams through the air. Looking at it with a uh, a magnifying glass, like that makeup program, you like glow up. <laughs> <laughs> This original suit is so cool, and it's mostly practical as well. That's really cool. A lot of this is practical, actually. It was kind of the only one where Robert Downey Jr. was like, yeah, I'll wear a practical suit. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, what? No, I'm Iron Man now. I don't have to wear a practical suit. <laughs> I'm the face of this. <laughs> you will pay me what I want to come back for a Spider-Man film. I wonder what the difference is, like, cost-effective-wise, to have it practical and CGI. Um... It would be interesting. I don't know enough about it. I know that obviously time wise it's it's longer not on the shoot day. Obviously you can shoot it quicker if you're using CGI because then you'll just send yeah. it to the production and they'll drop it in. But I don't know, I just think practical looks so much cooler. I love this. He's looking at it like you said he's just got a boot on, kicking his leg. <laughs> oh you put a joke on missile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd you have a sh- big metal shoe on then, mate? No one mm-hmm. asked him that. No, it's <laughs> like, are you building it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay then. Go on, we believe you, little rascal. <laughs> oh, scary looking Very bloke. scary, man. That Don't think he comes back. It's unbelievable. Don't think he comes back. He's wearing a nice snood as well. Is it a snood? No, it's a scarf. <laughs> a snood, for those of you who don't know, is half hood, half scarf. Is it? Yeah. No, it's just like a scarf that's in a continuous loop. Yeah? Oh no, it's not half foot. What am I thinking of? Don't know, Babs. What does the <laughs> snus stand for? Because ood is the hood. Is it snug oh, yeah. hood? Maybe it is. No! I don't know. You're right. I think I'm right, yeah. But I've bought snoods in Primark before and it's just a scarf that connects. Maybe I'm I should be wearing it on my head and I'm just doing it all wrong. <laughs> God, I must have acted such a dick when I wear my snood. <laughs> Almost as bad as Tony with his little moustache. 
Stark. Uh, Stark. As anyone who has listened to uh, episode three of Drunk Debate will know, uh, Tony Stark is Katie's favourite Marvel character. Is he? No. No. Well, one of your favourites. Yeah. Why? He's better than Captain America. No, don't get, don't bring the drunken debate back up. Just because you're bitter. You get me back up. Just because you're bitter. What? 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 Go on. Walk us through it. Oh, his beard's back. He's given up again. Just so much time passing. Absolute fuck. I wonder how long he's actually gone for. Must be a month. Must be months. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I really, I really like Iron Man for, well, bias, biasly for the nostalgia of these being the first few films. Yeah, I get that. Um, he is like unapologetic with cool as well. He is There's very no cool. He's extremely arrogant and he's very, he makes some questionable decisions in these first few, well, in all the films, I suppose. Most of the villains but are I think, his um, fault. Pretty consistently, he's at fault. Even after he's dead, he's still at fault for some villains. Love, love it, don't you? Love down. No, that you brought that point up. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a testament to well, maybe to Robert Downey Jr. that his character is very arrogant, I quite agree. sexist, not a good person, but you still rooting for him and you still like him. He's still charming, yeah. And he's still cool, and he shouldn't be. He is. He cool. is a dick. He is cool. But yeah, he's cool. But I think it's also kind of that thing of if you start someone off like this. You can redeem them, and then he can kind of keep, he can keep his quips and he can keep mm-hmm. his arrogance, but like the sexism goes, and it does go, and um, and the being mean to people goes, and the selling weapons to terrorists goes, all good things. Mm. Cool scene. <laughs> also, this is probably the one he got most ripped for. So he's like fifty here, isn't he? Uh, no, he can't be fifty here because I'm oh, sure he's like fifty-five now. Yeah, I'd say mid forties here. Yeah, I'd, say, I'd say he's like mid to late 50s now. He's bald at the minute, isn't he? Yeah. Shaved his head, didn't he? That's a whoopsie. I'm glad he added colour to it, because looking at that mask, it's a bit dull. It's a bit um, villainish as well. Mm-hmm. So do you want to know why John Favreau wanted Robert Downey Jr.? I would love to know. Because he felt the actor's past was right for the part. He commented, the best and worst moments of Robert's life of being in the public eye, he had to find an inner balance to overcome obstacles that went far beyond his career. That's mm-hmm. Tony Stark. Robert brings a depth that goes beyond a comic book character having trouble in high school or can't get the girl. Favreau also felt Downey could make Stark a likeable asshole, which we just talked about, yep. but also depict an authentic emotional journey once he won over the audience. Which again, Very true. I agree yeah, with. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Yeah, well done. And also, this is something uh, Jeff Bridges has talked about, who is the baddie who looks incredible with his bald head and beard. Yeah. Stark, that's a sip. Shit. And um, there wasn't a finished script when they started filming. Really? Which, again, is it's crazy to think with how well this turned out. That yeah, is so crazy. they would, they would kind of, some days they'd arrive and it'd be like, okay, as you've seen for today. Oh my god. Stark think if they were pinning everything on it they'd be a bit more organized sort of script out i think maybe it was a panic of that and it was kind of back trying to balance studio expectations with jean favreau's vision because on the second one there was a lot of friction which we'll get into more for iron man 2 but yeah and I, I think mcu have generally been good for giving the directors kind of leeway yeah there have been examples where maybe it's gone too far 
Yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder, for example. Those yeah. are examples where they they've let good directors go because they've been too strict. Edgar Wright with Ant Man, for example. Yeah. But I think with like with the John Favreau has made good films. You know what you're getting with the James Gunn with the, the Russo brothers. Yeah. I think the problem with Iron Man Two is this one isn't desperately like we're building a universe. This is like yeah. here's a cool standalone superhero film with very very subtle nods that you will completely miss if you're not looking for them basically. Yeah. Other than the post credit yeah. scene. Which is what they all should be like really. I agree, yeah. And Iron Man Two is like tease, 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 yeah. tease, tease, tease. We're doing the Avengers tease, tease, tease. Yeah. That's kind of a damn but definitely not a face for any but they all fall short for that in some respect where I don't know, like the villain's just always a bit weak and they always defeat the villain within the ninety minute film and Ninety minute? Within the two hour film. <laughs> within the two hour forty five film. Yeah. Before we get to the later date. They all follow like a quite a strict well, They have a structure, yeah, structure. but I, I think the st- I Which I don't mind. It's no, fine, I was but say I, I want it to be like a, re- a proper. Like, I'm so excited for Quantumania because Kang's obviously going to be yeah. a savage Kicking villain. Ass. Yeah. Oh, Jensen. I don't want it to just be like an easy win for the, the hero. Yeah, I think. They can still follow that structure, that's fine. I think a lot of them haven't been, though. Even this one, I don't think it's an easy win. I'm just thinking of Whiplash. Whiplash is a bad villain. Iron Man 2 is not great. We'll get into it. It's one of the worst ones. Bottom five. I think the shame about Iron Man is he probably has the worst... Tr- mm, he has one of the worst trilogies. Because it's kind of all... Solo film-wise, this is the best. Whereas most of the other ones kind of got better as they went along. Yeah. Which is why his sequels felt... Bad. To me, extra disappointing because it was like, oh, this isn't as good as what came before. Whereas, like, when I watched Captain America 2, I was like, oh, this is miles better than the first one. Yeah, I set the expectation too yeah. high. Yeah. Far too high. But they needed to. They needed to. So like you said, cool. they needed to really. Oh, shit. Are we saying that he killed those guys? I'm saying he killed one of them. We'll do one sip. Yeah. So cool. Mm-hmm. We're finally going to get our first shot as well. Maybe she's going to be blowing up suits left, right, and center. We're just going to do shots relentlessly, I think. Hopefully. Shot per scene, Mike. Killed that guy. He's okay. What's in one more death? Has he killed Jensen yet? Uh, he doesn't kill Jensen. Not him. Not sorry. Yeah, well, no, Jensen's dying. I wonder, it must have been... I wonder if that's actually Robert Downey Jr. in there if it's a stuntman. It's not like you can't see enough of the eyes, can you, to tell? No. Assuming this guy dies, face, yeah. that's a sit for death there. Yeah. Not falling in the drink. Nice. Are you surprised? And I'm surprised about this. I don't know why I started asking you the second you've put your microphone down to make a drink again. I'll tell you in a minute. I'll do some more trivia. Oh, my favorite death. Good sip. Good sip for death. I also think this one balances really good action with very good jokes as well. Which is something Marvel have been consistently good at. Really consistently good at. And it's like interesting. Oh, Jensen. Jensen, Jensen, Jensen. Oh, Jensen. I don't. Oh, nice man. No, that guy's not dead, is he? He's just blown up a bit. 
Um, yeah, what I was, what I was going to say about it, it always balancing action and comedy well. Let's start, that's a sip. I find it interesting that, like, Drax has come out and said, uh, Dave Bautista has come out and said he feels like Drax is mainly just silly. Another start, another sip. Because for me, I think Drax is, like, a lot more than that. I think he's doing himself a real disservice. And kind of James Gunn by saying it. We also was another stack. Katie is still here. She's not falling asleep. She's just pouring a drink. She forgot her lime. Basically, to do this podcast, we have to just be surrounded by alcohol, mixer, Jägermeister, Red Bull. Sponsor us. Any of these people can sponsor us. I'm back. You're back. Um, I was talking about how they've all balanced action and comedy so well. And, like, mm. even with Jensen's death there, like, they've all balanced emotion really well. Yeah. Uh, that was a death as well, and Jensen's death might be worth two sips. What scene? There, I, I was going to add a rule in, and I thought it was a good idea mm. for, like, uh, we do a shot, and this would add into the, the generic Marvel rules for every, like, iconic Marvel line. So in this one, you'd only do it for I Am Iron Man. And I thought, oh, that's mint. Each film probably has one. Sometimes they don't have any. Mm. And then I thought, we couldn't do it for the simple reason of, they must say Wakanda forever about 30 times in Black Panther. We can't yeah. do 30 shots. We could not do that, no. We'd have to sip for Wakanda forever. And even you then, would, yeah. it's a lot of sippies. Yeah, it is. Love that film. Not so much. I'm very excited to get... I'm just excited to cover all these. Me too. I like that you can see the back there, like, all the machines whirring. You can tell that it's practical. Yeah. It looks great. It does look good. But they've never... Oh, the suit's starting to break. We're almost at our first shot. Are they poured? No, they're not poured. Any minute now. Doing a good fucking job though, this first draft of the suit. <laughs> as far as first drafts go, he's onto a winner, really. He's lucky he didn't it just didn't immediately blow up when he stepped into it, let's be honest. Exactly. Wow's a boonie. There he goes. And now he crashes and we do our first shot. Shot numero uno of <laughs> Sweet Affairs, MCU. Really drinking you should games. die there and the film should end. Yes. Somber though. Be a somber end. Very somber. I also like how even the fact that like this suit is scattered in the desert now kind of comes back in the film. Like it's just it's a really well thought out script. Oh, his mustache is shaved again. Has he got a gap between the lip again? Surely not. I don't want to see his little porn stash anymore. Thank you. Shot number one. Chin chin. Cheers. Thanking you. You're very welcome. What I do like as well about um, a lot of these phase kind of phase one had a lot of subplots that kind of went unresolved. So a lot of references to the Ten Rings in the Iron Man films. We got a fake Mandarin in Iron Man 3, but nothing properly, and then that was resolved in Shang-Chi. In, like, Captain America, Red Skull disappears at the end. That wasn't resolved, but then in Infinity War and Endgame, it was resolved. We found out where he'd gone. 
in, in um, um, the Soul Stone, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. a guard of the Soul Stone. Yeah. Remembrance Stone. I know, I'm impressed. And then in like the Incredible Hulk, the Edward Norton one. Oh shit, that's next. That's our next film. Yeah. Um, like they tease the leader, who's a big Hulk villain. He's coming back for the next Captain America. Mm. So like, I like that they're bringing it all back now. Apparently, uh, is she called Liv Tyler, who plays Betty Ross in that film, is going to come back for World War Hulk. Mm. That's Happy. what makes all these films so special, all the, the way they build up to some to one. Yeah, hundred percent. game, etc. Oh, look how worried she is. No. Oh, why did he, they gave him a bad suit? They stitched him up royally there. Absolute shirt. stitch up. He does look cool, and the sling kind of accentuates the fact that, like, yeah, I got a little bit hurt, but no big deal. I was oh, just yeah. held captive by terrorists for a little while. Hmm. Quip and a pepper quip, big sip. She does not get to make a lot of quips, but when she does, good. Well done, pepper. Doing the womanly job. <laughs> Three months it was. Three months. Did you hear my sandwich joke, Mike? What was it? So I hope she had the sandwich in her back pocket. Nice. Very nice. That's what women do, Mike. They make sandwiches. Yeah. Put her right to the edge as well. Don't want your man unhappy. No. I mean, how has John Favreau's Happy Hogan not lost his job here? He's his bodyguard. <laughs> it's an incredibly sackable offence. It really is. Jeff Bridges looks so cool in this. Burger King sponsorship. Bet Mackies are kicking themselves now. Uh, Although Burger King is better than Mackies, to be fair. Burger King. Um, Underrated. We don't have a lot of them in England. No, we don't. It's an airport thing for us. They're only at airports and service stations, and they had about an extra three quid on each burger. Oh, here we go, tease. Colson, we're going to drink every time we see Colson because he's a tease. Oh, what a cute bloke. Rip. In the MCU, not in real life. Yeah. Still alive in real life, making bad films like Run Sweetheart, Run. Have a watch. Oh dear. Don't have a watch. Have a watch. Really good. Watch Tusk. Don't watch that either. <laughs> haunt you. It will absolutely haunt your dream. Uh, Stark. Stark. I'll tell you what, I need to do a big massive burp and I just can't get it out. Sorry, listeners. Oh, that light came from your knees. Yeah, it still wasn't right. It's still not done. Everyone's wearing bad suits. All ill-fitting. It's the fashion of 2008. Time, Get a tailor. Pinstripes were really in as well, weren't they? Pinstripes were in. Everyone's got Pe- one. Pepper's got pinstripes on as yeah. well. Good job we didn't drink for pinstripes. Oh, tease. Probably wasn't at the time, but comes back, done it. What happened to his father? Bum 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 bum. Katie's MCU trivia questions. Are you seriously asking me? Yeah. How did I man's mum and dad die? Car crash. It is a car crash. Who causes the car crash? This bald man. That's your final answer? Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh shit. Is it a character from a different film? Yes. Think Civil War. Oh, it's Bucky. Dun, the Wind dun, Soldier. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Boom. Do you need sound effects, by the way, when I can make such good noises? Start. This scene, when he's like talking to reporters and stuff, 
when it was debated whether or not um, Andrew Garfield was going to join after um, they made the deal, Sony and Marvel. Oh. Um, loads of people like wrote a scene where after Age of Ultron, Tony would be like doing a press conference like this saying, oh, you know, the Avengers need accountability or whatever. And then someone would take, a camera would flash and he'd look over and it'd be Andrew Garfield would take his picture because there's a journalist in the front row. That would have been cool. It would have been really cool, wouldn't it? Uh. Got it. I got it. That was, yeah, so satisfying. I'm really jealous. I need to do that as well. Look, Oh, the segue. Horrific. (laughs) What a pointless Nothing's less cool than a man in a 2008 baggy suit riding a segue at high speed. Terrible. Genuinely terrible. Wonder what he does with all his spare time. (laughs) (laughs) He actually beat Tony there, and he just stood stood outside for a couple of seconds waiting. He got to like trust his pelvic muscles. <laughs> Have you ever been on a hoverboard? Not a Segway, you know, like the hoverboards that came in afterwards. No, never been on it either, don't they? No, have you not? No. Hoverboards are quite fun. Oh, look, he shaved it again. He has, he's got the little gap between his nose and his moustache. Holy gosh, that's, a, that's just a He joy, needs to just take a, a, a leaf out of Ob- Obadiah Stane's book and just grow a big, cool beard. Mm, that's how warm he is. But then... Shaving all his head off, hair off, isn't he? So that makes him even more streamlined on the segue. He saved even more time. <laughs> like a dolphin. <laughs> it's complete. If he shaved his beard, he'd probably be quicker than the segue just walking. <laughs> he wouldn't even need it. <laughs> a strong gust of wind would blow him from one side of town to the other. You know, I always wonder, right? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I always see the back of his head again. The bald guy. Yeah. So he has like a big. Oh, you can't even see it now, but you get like a big crease on the back of your head, like one back. Mm, can, yeah, I see that. There. Yeah. yeah. Is that just an everyone thing? Yeah. You'd be like, put your fingers at the back of your head and lean back. We're both doing this now, just as a visual cue. I don't feel like I have a, I have a wrinkle there. You, well, it's green coloured by hair, but I imagine everyone has one. I don't think Jeff Bridges is the only man with a, a no, head sure wrinkle. I'm sure he's not. But Sorry, Jeff Bridges. It's such a risk, isn't it, going bald? Why do you have a weird head? I definitely have a bumpy as fuck Yeah, I could not go bald. It's like a cobbled street. He's just got a very nice round egg head. He'd be a good doc- Dr. Eggman. <laughs> he would be a good Dr. Eggman. That's a good shout. He would, actually. He's a bit too menacing, though. He'd scare children. He would scare the He's children. a very good villain in this. Jim Carrey's perfect for Dr. Eggman. Ooh, do you think he makes top five Marvel villains? This guy. Yeah. I can't remember his name, so that's not great. Obadiah Stane. I remember him being a good villain like in the film, but... Well, yeah, I'm not talking about his personal life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about in the film, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's a really good villain. Top five, do you reckon? Unsuspecting as well. It is a good twist. But again, that probably comes from the fact that I, when I first watched this, I didn't know much about the comics. Uh, Stark. Well, I go into every film like that, because I don't know much about... No, I, well, agree, I don't know anything like, about the comics. Never read them, and I don't remember. I've watched all the films, but I'd never fucking remember anything. But so. it's not the same as like when they were like, "Oh, Mysterio is going to be a good guy in Far From Home," mm. because everyone pretty much knew that was very. No, Mysterio's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like look at him. He's got a big fishbowl on his head. He looks like a bad guy. He looked like um, David Dan from SpongeBob. Good reference. Good reference. Nice. Oh, this is the scene. This is the goo chest scene. Yeah. And there's a bit that I still don't understand how they did it. Because, like, she it, she just reaches into his chest. It's movie magic. Absolute movie magic. Well done, Kevin Faggy. You're welcome to our podcast anytime. 
I'll I'll write it. Fine, I'll write it. I'll write the next Avengers film. Don't even worry about it. I'll pitch it to you. Oh god, I felt on this scene. I kind of love it. It is good. It, again, it's practical though. It's well, it's obviously not fully practical, but oh. Looks just like a tin of beans on his chest. <laughs> a tin of beans. <laughs> uh, Heinz or Big Bob's Bastard Beans. <laughs> Big Bob's Phoenix Knights reference for any non-English listeners or non-fans of uh, great comedy. I think they have really good chemistry, these two. Yeah, I do as well. Oh, here's a good question. Uh, in terms of like, MCU relationships, where would you put these two? Oh, very near the top, to be honest. I think I'd put them top. I think Cap and Peggy have better chemistry. No. But I think they just didn't have the screen time to do it. You get the whole Cap journey of this relationship. boring as fuck. No. They're not. They so only have boring. one film together, and then she's an old... Yeah, it's boring as fuck. He's not the banger when he's old, is he? Boring. He has to bang her niece and call her Peggy. Exactly. Awful. <laughs> Let's role play. So do not you be your, that You'd be your dead nan tonight, or your dead auntie, whatever. Oh, Mike. <laughs> That's what he's thinking about. Oh, there we go. Look how gooey he is. It's so gooey. Chest goo. Oh, he's making <laughs> quips as well. He acts it out like a trout. Oh. So, you love Iron Man. Yeah. Do you want to tell the world what you didn't do when he sacrificed himself? For the fate of the world. Cry. And yet you say you love him. I cried the second time I watched it. Fake tears, crocodile tears. And but <laughs> right, okay. Hear me out. Yeah. I knew he was gonna die. Okay. So I'd mm. mentally prepared myself for that. And I also I didn't want him to die, but I strongly felt that that was the right decision for the for the film. And thinking logistically about all the previous storylines, and I just could see it coming, but still thought, still thought it was done very well. And I'm not like. I also thought he was going to die, but I still wept like a baby. Also, look how ripped he is. Ripped, ripped. He's the only one, to be fair, who didn't get like his um, gratuitous topless scene. Mm-hmm. What's this? Then, like, what is this? No, but it's not like. A topless scene for the sake of being topless. This makes sense for him to be topless in the scene because well, yeah, she's yeah. doing like chest surgery on him. Although, does Thor get a topless scene in his first film? He yeah. must do. Doesn't need it. He's that buff. That's why. Well, that's true. Chris Evans does obviously, but again, it kind of makes sense because he's coming out of the machine. Mm-hmm. He went in shirtless. It'd be weird if the shirt gave him a t-shirt. It's actually mad in that cat film that well, how well the CGI is to make him skinnier. Really, it holds up really well. Yeah, I think. I'm excited to watch that one actually, just to see because I haven't seen it in a while. But I remember because they just filmed his face it, they filmed looks a bit weird, doesn't it? But yeah, it's Brought really in, good. A, a bloke who was that skinny and that kind of short, uh, stark. It's actually bizarre when you see him come out of the machine. He does not look like a real human. That's why. But um, ironically, he is a real human, as we all know. He is. And the edited, smaller, skinnier version is also a real person. Well, yeah. Chris Evans' face looks a bit weird on his face, but yeah, it's not perfect, but it's very good for what it is. It really is. And there's literally no other way of doing it because you I don't think no. it, be, it won't be possible to just CGI Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans, skinny without 
a no. reference point. No. You'd be well out of proportion. You'd have like one big left bicep, one tiny right bicep. Oh, no. One no big chance. peck, one little peck. No chance. So are uh, uh, Tony and Peppy your favourite couple? Mm, I really like um, Gamora and Star-Lord. Star-Lord. Yeah. Very good couple. Very good shout. Let's think of some others. I really liked any. I really liked the Doctor Strange and Christine Palmer thing they did in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Also, where did Tony and Rhodey rank in terms of your uh, favorite MCU friendships? Hmm. I'd say they're a top tier friendship. Yeah, they are a top tier friendship. Especially um, no offense to this actor, but Don Cheadle. Is the new one. This is Terrence Howard. I was going to say, I, thought, I can't remember the names. You know, I'm like... Yeah, but I mean, you were saying that you prefer the chemistry between him and Don Cheadle. Yes, that's what yes. I was saying, yeah. But again, it's just a case of having more to do. Like, Well, why? yeah, it's unfair. Yeah. It's unfair comparison. Bucky and um, Cap, obviously. Good. Top tier friendship. I also like how quaint the technology is in this one. Like, that little hologram there that he had mm. is kind of the extent of the technology in this one. Yeah. In the next one, in Iron Man 2, I'm sure he's making, like, full 3D projections fly around and yeah it's a bit ridiculous isn't it i don't know if it's ridiculous i, I kind of like that this was the grounded one because then it's believable that tony stark has advanced yeah i like that it wasn't like because he has no reason to have his tech be that good in this film yeah and as soon as he's like oh shit i've got to make a superhero suit he needs to make it good yeah soldier true. came back they're fishing for his stuff also i'm gonna have to go for my first my wee break have a nice time mate. i will i'll be here 30 seconds Part of me just wants to count down from 30. Don't do that. <laughs> just because I know I, I would be right and you will make it back in time. We're having another um, building montage. Which I like. These are always good. It's not, um, not slow either, this film. Which I think some superhero films fall into the trap of. I don't know, I can't think of a good example off the top of my head. We need Mike for that. Every scene pulls you into this one. I especially remember this scene, I remember remember thinking it was funny. Hello, what have I missed? Oh, is the suit broken yet? No, it's not broken yet about to in it yeah i also love these jokes and it's mad that maybe 10 years later shazam tried to copy like this exact thing uh, a superhero testing out his powers and being filmed which is a link i've never made until right now you know <laughs> yeah but it is, isn't it it's the exact same thing great joke and a shot and a shot i also love the fact that that fire extinguisher thing sprays him every time <laughs> it is good this it's top five mcu films i think it is good i was just saying that then but um very badly because I didn't have you to bounce off them. <laughs> I could not be a solo po- podcaster. I don't know how people clear. do solo podcasting. I don't it must I'd, be so hard. But yeah. But, um, Mad respect for anyone who can do it. Superhero films are generally long. Mm-hmm. And some of them fall into the the disadvantage of having some boring scenes. Oh yeah, completely, yeah. Which this one doesn't do for me. I think there's a couple of MCU ones that are long that don't have a single boring scene. I think Infinity War is faultless. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, just, I think Infinity War is the best superhero film for me. Oh yeah, definitely. I just 
it's just like it's relentless from the start. I'm so excited to get to that. Oh, I think he. This might be another suit break, by the way. Sheesh. Yeah, two. Look at that. Back to back shots. Is red cup? About time. I also like that he now chooses like shirts with. Do they have holes in for his arc reactor? Yeah, they do. Love it. Yeah. Thank you. Take that shot duty because she doesn't trust me to pour the equal Red Bull measurements. No, you just fill it up with Jaeger, but oops. Oh Honestly, no. it does always surprise me how quick it comes out of the bottle, which makes me sound really thick, but... It's a, it's a cool bottle, isn't it? It is a cool bottle. It's hard to judge. It's hard to judge. And I'm not judging you for that. I'd just rather make the mistake myself. I agree. I would rather you make the mistake, mistake and then I can make a joke about it and the audience will find it hysterical. You are a very funny person, mate. Oh, stop it. You must be drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you must be drunk. Another fun segment on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My wig dad's going off for Pepper. For Pepper? Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. I've been wondering it. The whole film you've been going off? Or just this particular scene? I feel it more in this scene. I feel an affinity towards it, man. Because she's blonde in real life. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm good. not sure, though. I might be being too harsh. Did Pepper... It's so close to her norm. Well, the colour she has in real life. Outro. That piece looks bad. Where? Oh. Love his water feature. What a gorge house. Oh, it's mint. Very sad that it gets blown up. It is very sad. Does Pepper just live there? Yeah, bad wig. Mm. Her wig put in a bad mood. <laughs> John Favreau's also wearing a wig. Was it? Wow. Great wig. Great wig. The MCU can do some very good bloke wigs. Yeah. Oh my god, Ned's wig is the best. Yeah, that's I've seen. exactly what I was thinking of. But then they can also do some not great ones. I don't love Doctor Strange's wig. I don't get why them. It's well, I've just pretty it's much answered my own question. I think is Pepper a redhead in the comics? Is that why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fair enough then. Look at how cool he's like. It's a really good wig. What a cool workshop. It really is, isn't it? And again, look how good these effects look. They do look really good. <laughs> Sorry, when we go quiet like this, it's just because we're both really enjoying a scene. That's the hardest bit of... Um... For Infinity War, we should just upload a, like a two and a half hour <laughs> silence. <laughs> yeah, just respect the process. Just do an ASMR. We're going to cry during Infinity War. I don't know how we're going to deal with that. Sobbing down a microphone. Uh... He tried his best, Mr. Stark. He really tried. Oh, don't, Mike. It's so sad. <laughs> Tearing the fuck apart. He does a really cool landing here as well. Oh, maybe it's not. No, it's not the bit I was thinking of. Why would you do this, though, where all your nice posh cars are? Well, because you can't do it in front of Pepper, can you? What, you? what are you working on? Nothing. Why are you flying, then? No reason. Stop being nosy. Cool line. Really cool scene. Yeah, I love these montage scenes. Really cool scene. Montage I also love how word. this bit must Natasha's be really head. easy for him. Yeah. Just like a floating head. So it's really easy for him. 
Must have had jams. Well, yeah, again, yeah, easiest Paul. money he's ever made. Well, I said I was going to try Bettany. and find out how much I made, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Paul Bettany, who's married to uh, the woman from Top Gun Maverick. Oh, oh nice. I want to say Rachel Vise, but it's not Rachel Vise. Jennifer Connolly. Very nice. Yep. Oh, it's so sleek. Look at it. It is. Too shiny, though. Too shiny. Well, at the time that this was written, Paul Bettany had never seen the film and is unfamiliar with the plot. Hmm. He said Jarvis was the easiest job ever and it was almost like a robbery since he only worked for two hours, got paid a lot of money, then went on vacation with his life, Jennifer Connolly. His role would however later be expanded, obviously. I wonder how long it was before he watched it then. Because <laughs> he loves it now. From all the interviews and stuff you see, he really enjoys being Vision. Mm. Which is, again, because that's so much makeup. Really? And so you seen, like, the, the pictures from WandaVision when it was, they were doing it black and white, so they had to like paint him really weirdly blue. Because that was uh, what colour showed up best on black and white to make him look like Vision. Weird. Terrible, yeah. Haunting to look at. He's put too much faith in this too quickly. Yeah, yeah. But he's gone from a small tester that's flying to space. <laughs> he's flying before he can run is what he's doing. That's that exactly comes back in Spider-Man. Kind of. This theme park. It's a oh, sip. Yeah. We'll do it. It's a sip. <laughs> Good job. going so fast faster than sonic that's a crossover i'd like to see both very quippy as well sonic would be so pissed oh yeah i don't think he'd take it very well <laughs> see look straight away he's like kind of beat the record for going highest too high too high arrogant like he's been arrogant well, yeah. that's oh a that's a sip that is a sip you're right very nice i mean when you're literally freezing up Sack it off. Literally call it a day. Arrogant times two. Because you must be cold as well. In the metal, will be absolutely freezing. Really, you should come out of all the like... <laughs> Hypothermia missing a couple of fingers. <laughs> well, I want to say burns. Do you get burns from being cold? It's the wrong word, but you know no, what I mean? You can get, um, I want to say ice burns, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah, you can. You can get wind burn and stuff, can't you? All the burn. All the burns. Carpet burn. Pepper's gonna burn him when she realizes what he's done. She's gonna be very cross. Uh, with words, Can not only cause the crash. We haven't. Oh, uh, another MCU rule. Can't believe we haven't mentioned this until now. We're gonna do a shot for every Stanley cameo. Oh, sorry. Because hero. Obviously. What? Well, yeah, what a legend. Uh, I'm actually very excited for his documentary that's coming out to Disney Plus soon. We'll definitely watch that. Yeah, we will. We'll discuss it on our. Yep, every Monday. We Unless all the film and TV we're news. late, which we sometimes are. We sometimes are late. Uh, or sometimes we're just not really broken. Don't look broken to me, Mike. I'm not gonna lie. It's being sprayed. It's kind of broken, definitely. Do we pour you one? Well, you haven't. Are you gonna do one? It wasn't broken, Mike. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll abide by your rules. Well, we did set the rules. <laughs> together <laughs> we did we did oh what she got him oh it's proof that tony stark has a heart anal beads moving <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> touching very moving katie's in tears sorry audience he's he's uncontrollable 
This face then is perfect as well. Where do you think the head goes? Probably at the top. <laughs> That's a guess. Nailed it. Good job, lads. <laughs> Finish early. <laughs> Finish early. <laughs> we're, we're really, we're really pleased with your work. <laughs> I am interested in who that guy is supposed to be in terms of like whether is he a Ten Rings character or uh, yeah. was he being built up to be the Mandarin? Like, because he he features pretty heavily. Um, maybe it's in the trivia. No, 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 no. Trivia. Oh, he's got an ice pack on his shoulder. In an interview with Britain's Empire magazine, this is an interesting fact. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. thanked Burger King for helping him get straight edged in 2003 with a car full of drugs. He had a burger that was so disgusting it made him rethink his life and dump the drugs in the ocean. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Bit of a backhanded compliment to Burger King. Uh, roughly 450 separate pieces make up the Iron Man suit. Wow. John Favreau celebrated getting the job as director by going on a diet and losing 70 pounds. Fucking wow. Hell. According to Paul Bettany, at the time of taking the job, he didn't even know which film he was working on. He did the job as a favour for John Favreau, who he worked with in Wimbledon. Hmm. <laughs> That's so good. Imagine then when they rang up and said, oh, we're going to need you to play a bigger part. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he thought, shit, better get on Disney Plus and buy that. <laughs> Fuck, what film was it again? Yeah, and, and this is going to be called what? Oh, we're going to call it number two. Yeah, so what with the full title? How would you spell it? Yeah, it's normally like that scene in extras when you try to remember the woman's name. You should make it out too. Oh, just me. (laughs) And how do you spell your name? Just the normal way. Is there any more interesting? There's a couple more interesting trivias that we can go to when they come relevant in the film. Oh shit, is this a Stan Lee scene? I think it is. It is! It's Hugh Hefner. Oh, amazing. Exceptional. That's a shot. R.I.P. Legend. Absolute legend. Can you believe that he turned down a cameo well, like in Fanforstic, a film we have covered? Uh, it's on the podcast. Who Stanley did? Yeah, turned down a, one of the only films that he was alive for he didn't cameo in. Why? Because it was so shit. I mean, you'd have to assume so. Wow. I mean, that is so It insulting. could be a coincidence, and maybe he was just busy on the day or something, but, no, but he made time for every other one, so. That's really Stark bad. and Coulson, so that's two sips as well. Oh, that was a very full egg cup. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Red Bull gives you wings. Not sponsored mm-hmm. by Red Bull. Yeah, he also just took a sip. The sip rule. Woo! Coming in hot on the Another sip. sip. Four sips, I hope. He loves a posh tumbler glass, doesn't he? He does. Put pepper with her ass crack out. <laughs> with her ass crack out. <laughs> a very respectable dress. <laughs> I made it funny though, Mike, by being, by being over the top you of You did make it. It is low, actually, to be fair. Oh, my God, it's a burp again. Cute. It is cute. See, look, the same height. 
He's wearing stilts. We need to try and look at his pantaloons. Because he is wearing stilts. She would have been married to Chris Martin at this time, wouldn't she? Yeah. What's the kid called? Apple. We have another one. It just sounds like it's sponsored by a company. When you hear Apple now, do you think of the fruit or the company? The company. What about you? That's mad, that, isn't it? They've taken over a fruit. I bet apple trees all over the world are just fucking furious. <laughs> and a really popular fruit as well. They've not taken over, like, a melon. Apple's top tier. I don't know. It really is. I'm having some serious flanter, by the way. That's a flirty bammer. Probably <laughs> doesn't know. And if you don't know... Yeah, they have apple and noses. Wow, just odd. Not a theme there. I was hoping for apple and banana, really. I was hoping for... Um, apple and pears. Apple and pears, yeah, the stairs. <laughs> would be funny if you named your kid after Cockney Rhyme and Slang. It would. Oh my god, apple just is the absolute spitting image of her. It's actually weird. Oh, go on, let's have a look. How old is she now? Looks fucking old. On the left? Yeah, the girl. Well, it's not. Oh, on that picture, they look well more alike. Yeah, they do look alike. Yeah. Oh, they're hitting the feelings. Oh. The feelings. She's always felt feels. Yeah, she likes his little mustache. She likes him as a person, like. Mm-hmm. Oh. <gasps> Ooh, very open mouthed. Oh. I hate film kisses. Why are they all weird? People don't kiss like this. No, they don't. It's very strange. People don't kiss like they did when he was getting a shag at the start. No, they don't. Like, and like the lives depend on it. And people, yeah, don't no kiss one kisses in absolute that slow motion. No, very Bizarre. strange. Very, very strange. It really is. Uh-oh, look who's here. The aggressive banger. Oh, Stark. Feathers fit the meat of the insecure. She's not wearing a wig. That's arrogant. You forgot. That is arrogant. Quip. He quipped. Quip, quip, quip. I don't like his big bow tie. It's big. too big. It's like Harry Hill-esque. <laughs> oh, was that a dead horse? Mm. This is like when we did that Shrek commentary and saw a dead mama bear. Oh, that was so rough. I didn't need to know that. Could hardly bear it. Yeah, that was uh... a pun. Yeah, okay, didn't get it first. <laughs> He is angry bald man. I don't want to. I don't want to say what I'm about to say. I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Ooh. Stark scary. Industries. Yep. It's a business to make profit. Are you saying he should sell to the terrorists? I'm not saying that, Mike. Oh, she's saying he should sell to the terrorist but- audience. What a bold take. <laughs> what a crazy bold take. Wow, capitalist capitalism. Unbelievable. I'm not supporting it. That's Mike. literally what Frank Reynolds does in Always Sunny. He sells wolf cola to terrorists. <laughs> you fully support that as well, don't you? Terrorists to get fusty too. That's your logic. But it, everyone's like, oh, he's a bad guy. But if you went over to 
what is it? Gulm. They'd be like, oh, hero. No, 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 because that city's been taken hostage by people oh, using Stark weapons. Yeah, you've taken a really bold... You're just supporting <laughs> full-on terrorism is what you've just done for a, a very bold take. Um, <laughs> very retract bold. Retract the point. Too late. On the internet <laughs> forever now. Well, okay, the point I'm trying to make... <laughs> digging. Digging the hole. I'm going to keep digging. Oh, yep. The suit's red now, which we like. Um, yeah, we do like it. This is proof that he's not an arrogant arsehole. Because mm-hmm. if he was just a complete businessman, he wouldn't be asked. Completely different point now. Wouldn't be asked, would he, Mike? Very different from the first point. Ten rings. But he is asked because he has a good heart. Yes. Like me. And I support yes, not and you selling both, to the yes, terrorists. Yes, you both wouldn't sell guns to terrorists publicly. No. You wouldn't <laughs> do it publicly. Or privately. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that explicitly clear that I do not support that. That's a rich person thing. Yep. If a poor bloke had built this suit, can't afford to just blow up his workspace. I know. Let's look at the fringes. Which one? His shoulder. Oh, yeah, because he's ripped as fuck. What like bone sh- is that? Shoulder muscle. Shicep. <laughs> I love this, but I have no idea what he's teaching him. He's harder than glass. Again, very cool though. It looks really good. It does. Because this is arguably the worst bit of CGI in it. Yeah. That bit with his legs. But it's still, like you say, the fact that this is probably the worst bit. Mint. I really like it in... um, I like how kind of his method of getting the suit on gets so much quicker and more effective over the films as well. Like, this is lengthy. It if is. there was an emergency, he's missing it. <laughs> There's a cat stuck up a tree somewhere or something. He's not getting to it. That cat's falling out. Yeah. We do have nine lives still, Mike, so... True, unless you're in a puss-in-boot scenario where you've already lost. Eight. Eight. Then what's that cat going to do? Struggle. Yeah. Struggle. Meow for help. Desperately. Really, as well, Paul. There should be pictures all over the front page of... Some weird thing just through the sky. Well, they pick it up here. After this bit. Mm. But I agree. Yeah. But again, you need... Like, this is as realistic as a superhero can be, really, I suppose. Yeah. Even, like, the new The Batman. People rave on about how realistic that is and stuff. A bomb explodes in Batman's face at one point. And even though he has armour on, his eyes and mouth are out. He would still have scarring all around there. Yeah. He tries to glide off a building and twats a bridge, hits a bus, and like it, then hits a bin. <laughs> Just completely fine. Walks it off. <laughs> Walk it off. <laughs> the magic sponge that like, used to have at five aside. For a magic sponge on something, you'd always be alright. Oh, it's a um, wet paper towel. Time school. No, wow. You have a magic sponge? No. <laughs> I've never a magic sponge. Oh, it's magic. Well, with Absolutely the magic. Magical. So if you hurt yourself, you'd walk just put it on, on the warm water on the magic sponge. Yeah. Fixed. What did the sponge look like? Can't remember. Sponge. It was probably just a normal sponge, I'll be honest. But just like a yellow, holy sponge, like a SpongeBob sponge. Uh oh, if it was yellow. A range of colours. Depend on depend on the buyer, really. So for me it was um the blue paper towels you get to. Cool superhero landing. Yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. 
you would pour wet paper towel on they it. They could get too wet though. Death. Definite death. Oh, two fuck. deaths. Three deaths. Four. Don't know who he's shooting here, Mike. Just... There was three deaths there. And this is definitely four more deaths, I think. They come out of his shoulders? Another drink. Really? Yeah. So, there are a lot of deaths. Might just finish my drink. He's really redeeming himself for selling these people the weapons <laughs> in the first place. Yeah, he is. This way he gets the profit. And don't have to feel bad about it. Exactly. Good businessman. Something you love, yeah. <laughs> Profit and no accountability. Katie's favourite things. <sighs> Does he kill this guy? No, I don't think so. Oh, he lets them kill him. Nice. Again, no accountability. Oh shit, he got shot. I must admit, this is one of the one of the MCU films where whenever I'm like picking my top five, it probably never makes the cut, it just misses it, but then every time I rewatch it, I'm like, oh no, it's definitely top five. It's so good. Like, if this film was a 6 out of 10, it wouldn't have spanned the universe that it did. Because it didn't make huge amounts of money. I'll get into box office in like a little bit after this scene, because this scene's really good. But, it was kind of just backed because it was like, yeah, this has been what we're seeing, and we can yeah, see what we're doing, well. and we have a clear vision. And it wasn't like a, nowadays with franchises, if the first one doesn't make 700 million, it's like, oh, well, we missed the we missed the boat. Even if it's well reviewed or something. Whereas with this, it was just like, no, we, we're going to stick with it. We made a bit of money. Yeah. Just keep going. Yeah, making the profits, making the yeah. next one. Because Marvel completely self-financed this. Which is why it was the big gamble. Yeah. And then this made a bit of money, so they could put more money into Iron Man 2. That made more money, could put more money into Thor and Captain America. And then obviously the Avengers made shit ton. And then I think it's all to Disney then, after the Avengers, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Maybe after Iron Man 3. No, it's very good, this one. It's just dead fast-paced. All the best... <laughs> Which is impressive for a film where you've got to introduce everything. Yeah, exactly. It just shows that it's doable, so it sets a standard for all kind of origins really high. I agree. I think Guardians of the Galaxy is a really good origin, because that's an origin for five characters. Yeah. And that's really fast-paced as well. Um, Shang-Chi is a great origin. Yeah, I was thinking Shang-Chi as well. Mm -hmm. It's probably tied between these two for my favourite. I think. I've only watched Shang-Chi the once in the cinema. I need to watch I've it watched it twice. Really good. Yeah. And it just it has the best fight scenes of the MCU. He's not getting a lot, is he, Roldy? No, he doesn't, get, he doesn't get to put the suit on, which I think is why everyone is like, oh, no, Don Cheadle's miles better. Yeah, it's not fair. It's like really. Dumbledore, though, isn't it? It's like, um, was he called Richard Harris, the guy who played Dumbledore in the first two? Sure. And then obviously he was replaced by the new guy, Newbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. Um, and everyone prefers the guy who got from three to eight. Yeah. Is there eight? There's eight in there, yeah. Yeah. Because he got six films. Yeah, it's just not a fair comparison at all. If you heard me go, then go. If you heard me say six films and then go three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I was just double checking that it is six. And I was right. Well done, Mike. Maths. Or as you Americans call it, math. Whack yeah. the S on the end. Whack, don't be awkward. Whack the S on it. It's mathematics. 
Yeah. Are you taking their side? Terrorists and Americans. <laughs> Mark, I don't like this. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, is it his own missile going to get him? Uh, well, the army want to get him. Bet they do, thank you. Because he said Boxes. it's not him, it's a roadie. Which teaches you a lesson, never lie. Especially not to Very friends, much like, like Humpty Dumpty, yeah. Did Humpty Dumpty lie? Is that one thing? No. no Boy who cried wolf. Egg, yeah, he was so just he an egg. egg. Yeah, I don't know. Why the, the fuck did I think of Humpty Dumpty? He didn't lie even once, did he? I don't know what happened to Humpty, really. He fell off the wall. Oh. All the king's horses <laughs> and all the king's men come putting back together again. And then I imagine he dried up in the sun and then the whole area just smelled like egg for a while. And just like little chicks came and just ate the fried egg off the floor. Yeah, probably, yeah. Like cannibalism. Oh, definitely like cannibalism, yeah. Fuck. Oh, there's like a little scrambled egg pool that all the little chicks swim in. Remember Humpty? But they'd be all sticky. The Humpty dunk tea pool. And you all dunk each other in it. It's a lot of fun. Kids love it. Paul did. Sponsored by Corona. Rody's fade is exceptional. It is. That is like one of the cleanest fades I've ever seen. And he also pulls off the little moustache. He does pull not, it off. Um, not attached to the, the nose. You'll see it a lot more. I wonder if I mean they they've oh, had like maybe two one. scenes together in person. Kate just slowly yawned down the microphone. <laughs> Always good on a podcast. Just <laughs> when one of the hosts is bored. <laughs> I'm not bored, man. Um, maybe that's why they don't because they didn't get on. Maybe that's just why they don't have that many scenes together in flesh. They have that one on the plane. I mean, it doesn't help going forward in a mass. The plan is a massive, massive franchise. If they don't hmm. get on anyway. Is it ever really going to work anyway? Maybe it was just a good re- uh, excuse to get him out. I, I think it could work. I don't think... I think it's actors are kind of mature enough. I, I, well, in an office I, job, you don't have to like everyone you work with, do you? Yeah, but like like you were saying, they're actors. They should they should be able to make it work. Yeah, and I think they do. That's literally the job. I think when they're on screen together, they have good chemistry. Yeah. But it's, a good, it's an easy excuse to get rid of him. Well, he was just... Out of the two characters, an insulting offer. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was reading um, that also happened to Fred on the second Scooby Doo film. Did it? Except, so they were all contracted for three, I think, and the first one did really well, mm-hmm. uh, money wise, not critically. Although it is a good film, critics sort your head out. Um, <laughs> and he got paid more than the re- whole rest of the cast because he was the biggest name. So right. they came to him and said, he, they said, oh, we want to give all the rest of the cast pay rises. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's the right thing to do, yeah. And then they're like, okay, so we want you to take a pay cut. And he was like, well, no, I've signed a contract for three films. You want to give them a pay rise? Great. But, like, I'm not funding it. Yeah. <laughs> We've just made you loads of money. Just take some out of the profit. Like, I'm not. I'm yeah. not funding. Yeah, and he's right in it. He's right. They should all get paid the He same. also said that everyone from Scooby-Doo, that was at the, for whatever company it was, that was the same year that they made X-Men either one or two. And the, the bonus for that, every main member of the cast got sent a check for a million dollars. So wow. they, all the Scooby-Doo cast were like, okay, so well, you know, we made a lot of money. So you all got sent a box of Scooby snacks. Oh my God. <laughs> just, just a little box of cookies. What the fuck? <laughs> we actually bought our dog Scooby snacks when she was a puppy and she didn't eat them because they're absolute shite. Oh shit, man. She's caught she's him in the act. Him. Bet she wishes it was anal beads in that package. <laughs> she's caught him with them. Oh, 
Uh oh, spaghettios. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Good mom. quip. Good quip. <laughs> uh oh. Don't they are that scene. Gosh, I was looking forward to that. Quip, quip. I also find this interesting that you would go and visit him in person. Just use that cool phone where you can be in bed topless, and the top of it flips sideways, and you can do like a, a FaceTime. Shit. During nice. pre-production, Robert Downey Jr. set up an office next to John Favreau's office to discuss his role with him and to be more involved in the film screenwriting. Aww, cute. That's nice. That he, he was—he's he, been involved with the character the whole time, really. I know he's always kind of, especially from this film onwards, been really demanding when it came to money. Mm. But, like, fair play. If the studio were gonna pay, willing to pay it. No, you were. Yeah, take it, yeah. Like, with Civil War, that was a real bout for so long. Mm. Ten rings flag. Sip. Sip and boonie. <laughs> I just cannot stop burping. I that can came, like, from the core of the earth. Yes. It's a real... We had a curry. That's all I can say. Hmm. All I can say. Masterpiece of death. Stark. Yep, call me Emily. Oh, shit. I remember, like, 15-year-old being me being... 15-year-old me being like... Because the bald is a teaming up. Looking over at my dad like, did you see this? <laughs> my dad's looking at the screen like both head, head in hands like oh my god mind literally blown mind absolutely blown I've watched the film 15 times since yeah. and I still can't go over is it is that a little mini beer? it's me past a tiny tiny half pint oh know. shit Mike what's he's, he doing? blue veined him he's been blue veined Fuck technology. Is he gonna have a sippy weasley that drink? In a dumb way. I think it's it just paralyzes you. I'm sure it does it to Tony as well. Would the soldiers not also be like, "Where's our boss?" Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Answer my question for me. Well done, John Favreau. So much death. I'm going to sit for oh. off-screen death. What a horrible bloke, Mike. He's a horrible businessman, like I was trying to discuss before. He is a horrible businessman. Not like me. I would not make He's a Frank decisions. Reynolds of a businessman. Yeah. And debate, you're welcome on the podcast anytime. You are. Am I supposed to welcome someone? Normally, you're, you're saying that someone is not welcome. Uh, Will Smith is not welcome. Is that it? You no, you said Chris Pratt wasn't welcome. <laughs> I didn't mean it though. Yeah, you said it pretty seriously. You said you'd rather um, poo glass and have Chris Pratt on the podcast. That's not what I said. You mate. actually said you'd rather punch an orphan in the face. <laughs> a malnourished orphan, which is even worse. I I was like, no, that's wrong. You shouldn't punch a malnourished orphan in the face. And you said, okay, I won't do it again. <laughs> so. <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> I have never punched a malnourished <laughs> orphan in the face. <laughs> it's like, do you remember that time when Ed Miliband, there was an article about um, Ed Miliband's dad shagged my kitten or something. Oh, 
and like to try and make his point about how the press was ridiculing him he holds up the paper and just says directly into camera ed Miliband's dad shagged my kitten (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite favorite little vines of all time oh vine was so funny vine was mint bo burnham did a lot of vines bo you're welcome on the podcast bo you're so welcome on the podcast we'll do a a botacular episode a, a bow to fall inside, episode. couldn't we? Oh, yeah. Inside would be a good one, actually. What's that on the back of his neck? Looks like a moon tattoo. What do you think? It's just dirt. It's, a tattoo. it's like a it's perfect circle, well. though. Maybe it's like, oh, maybe it's where he got shot or something. Maybe it's like a, do you know, a little mark from came through the suit or something. Wouldn't make any sense, but. Yeah. Maybe he cut himself trying to shave his beard. Carried away. Mm. Went to a frenzy. So yeah, like, Pepper's like... She, she doesn't have loads to do in this film. Yeah. But Pepper's kind of always been her own character. Yeah. Because she's always been either running or... She's, she's always been running Stark and she's in one way or another where they're like officially or without the credit but she's doing all the work and Tony's doing yeah. nothing. Yeah. Whereas... Like I'm, re- I'm interested to recover the first two Thor films especially because I really like Natalie Portman, but in those two especially, it's kind of like, oh, don't worry, she's super clever, but she doesn't really get anything to do. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the second one. It's just like, oh, no, I've got that the ether, the Infinity Stone in me thing. Was that another yawn? Nope. Right down the microphone? No. Nope. Golf drive. I don't know if it was just like a cartoon Boo popped up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boo's mansion. <laughs> Niggle finger up. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Hey, yeah, fuck halfway. <laughs> well, he's building an Iron Man suit from the pictures. Why would he still have that on his laptop? Ridiculous. <laughs> Why would you ever download that? Translate. Uh, Stark. That's a great Tony I love that they gave both names as well. As you can see, Obadiah Stane. <laughs> the bald man with the beard. In case the audience haven't caught his name yet. Also, there were two Starks in there. Oh, he's very scary, mate. He is very scary. Great actor, Jeff Bridges. It's like, also impressive... The quality of talent they were able to get mm. so early on. Because superhero films were not a guarantee hit at this point at all. Yeah. It was probably more had failed than done well. And there wasn't a huge budget for this. Again, I'll I'll go over to that closer to the end. So like to get Robert Downey Jr. obviously had reasons for needing to do it, kind of, you know, rebuilding his image and getting back out there as a leading man. But to get Jeff Bridges, Gwyneth Paltrow, big Terrence Howard, big names. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because with their other heroes, um, they went with Chris, Heaven, Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. They weren't like, you know, they weren't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Certified. They weren't, they hadn't really been given like a leading role before. Hemsworth was essentially a newbie. So was Tom Hiddleston for Loki. Um, and Evans had done. 
like the Fantastic Four films as an yeah, ensemble and bits and pieces, a... but they weren't yeah, like sure. these are the names are going to draw people in. So they really just backed it on the characters and telling a good story and building a good universe. That's bizarre to think of it like that now, isn't it? But across most of the films, they haven't just cast big names. Depends what Paul you mean Rudd's probably Paul the biggest name they've cast who was like just already massive before Ant-Man. I would say maybe it's not Chris Pratt. He wasn't that big before Guardians. No, but cast? he was though. He was still like... He wasn't yet in Jurassic World or anything yet. Everyone knew he was though. He's one of those. I, I genuinely don't think they did because he wasn't... He, he got ripped for that for the first time and everything. He wasn't a leading man. Is my point. Paul Rudd was a leading man. I bet Chris Pratt hadn't been the main character in a film before Guardians. Paul Rudd had. Robert Downey Jr. had. Chris Evans kind of had, but not in like a big hit. Chris Evans just hadn't. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch had done Sherlock. He was quite a big name to get. Yeah. I mean, they wanted Joaquin Phoenix originally. That would have been cool. He wanted to do it, but he only wanted to do one. And he just could never have done that. No. Not when they were... With the point Dr. Strange introduced him to, they were, like, building so close. They were so close to Infinity War. You couldn't have had someone who said, yeah, I'll do that, and then I won't come back. And it's like, no, you're no, literally... No, yeah, there's no way. He would have had to have signed on for at least three. He would have had to at least done Doctor Strange, Infinity War, and Endgame. Yeah, everything happens for a reason. On Doctor I agree. Uh, I think Benny is really good. Yeah. Really good. This little beer. This guy actually comes back, believe it or not. Does he? Yeah. He's working for Jake Gyllenhaal in... Uh, oh my god, I actually recognise him. He is, yeah. Excellent uh, reference, Mike. It is. Again, I like, got very kind of the genius in that of scene. I was very stressed then when he was... Um, when he was... Breathing down yeah. Pepper's neck. Stark. Stark. Yeah, but Tony Stark's a genius, you big bald fuck. <laughs> you curly-headed fuck. <laughs> Can't wait to do that. Two Starks. Honestly, that couch is like it's like he's in his in his living room. He has the fire pit from Love Island. <laughs> Excellent reference. Pulling Pepper for a chat. I also love it as a, a landline phone that brings you a picture. <gasps> oh fuck! I forgot right. about How that. How the fuck did he get in? That room was empty ten seconds ago. It was. Moves like a ninja, that bomb. It's because of how streamlined he is. We said it. He probably segued in. We did, yeah. I bet we, he segued in. We foreshadowed that. Segued right in. I need another way. I'm going to go. Well, I was explaining. What Jesus, man. You've got 10 is. minutes left. There's not. There's longer. He's not even, like, having a fight yet. God, he looks so ill. I'm very worried. The plot just absolutely thickens. Oh my god, he's bleeding out his ears and everything. Oh! So sorry, I have seen this film at least five times. Oh! Shit in hell. Literally breaking his heart. Big scary bald fuck.
god, sorry, I'm just completely lost in it. Have you been silent since I left? I said some things I've forgotten. <laughs> Exceptional. I said he broke his heart, literally. That was a good joke. Nice, that is a good joke. Oh, look at the blood coming out of his ears. That's what I said as well. He looks so ill. He's absolutely fucked. It is mad, isn't it? Fucking hell. Looks like he's been dead for a couple of days. I don't know. He looked better in cave. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to know the budget? Do you want to guess the budget? Boop, boop, ba, da, da, boop. Katie, what? MCU trivia. Oh, how could... I don't even know where... What a reasonable suggestion would be. Boop, boop, ba, da, da, boop, boop, boop. Is it in the millions? Yes, it's in the millions. Okay, that's five million. <laughs> Please go higher. Fifty? Go higher. Hundred? Go higher. Three hundred? Go lower. Two hundred? Go lower. One seven five? Go lower. One sixty? Say one forty. One forty. Got it first time? What? How did you know that? <laughs> that's great. Cr- no help. I didn't give her any help off camera or anything, audience. That is crazy. Uh, and it made five hundred eighty-five worldwide. Wow. So it didn't. It didn't make loads. Like that's not. If that if that was an MCU film now, it'd probably be considered a bit of a disappointment. Really? I think so. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, it made like four hundred million. No, you got to double it for marketing. Remember, so it probably cost two eighty altogether. Made five eighty. So yeah, it made three hundred million, which is good. But like MCU now, that would be considered a disappointment. No, that's jokes. Look oh. at those at least five inch heels. Mm, true. Oh, he's fucked, Mark. He actually looks better in this scene than he did in the last, but at least he stood up, I suppose. Oh, look how sweaty he is. He's having a heart attack, though. Bet he stinks. Good job he kept the heart. Good job, Pepper. Yeah. Gave him the heart back. I wonder if he numbered his cards in order of, like, favourites or... No, you couldn't. You'd have to order them. It's probably how many people he's banged in each car. <laughs> Stark five, solid number. Solid number. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, Christ, it's so stressful. Did a die. He's done a die. He's done a big old die. Oh, God, I'm so stressed, man. I can't <laughs> make it. I mean, we know he makes it. <laughs> Is it Jarvis? Yeah. Oh, Hero, Paul Bettany. That's why they gave him, Paul they paid Bettany him the big bucks. Paul Bettany got sweat on doing that for this film. <laughs> they did motion capture. It was really <laughs> revolutionary, to be honest. <laughs> he was actually right there. <laughs> he squint hard enough. Yep. Gwyneth Paltrow only needed to travel 15 minutes to get to the studio. She claimed that this is part of the reason she took the role. Or she could be home with her two children during the entire shoot. Ah, cute. Wow. An early draft of the script revealed Tony Stark to be the creator of Dr. Otto Octavius' tentacles from Spider-Man 2. Ooh. But it, I don't know if that's true because it wouldn't have been allowed because he didn't own the rights to Spider-Man. Otherwise, it didn't get made. If that's true, that's, that's really cool. Nice to see Rhodey again. Sorry, this took... Took 17 years to get made this film as well. 17? 17. Why? Um, it was just Universal Pictures were going to develop it in 1990. Then they sold the rights to 20th Century Fox. Then Fox sold the rights to New Line Cinema. And then finally Marvel got the rights back. Wow. Uh, Tom Cruise was in talks at one point. 
Which is why everyone wanted to see Tom Cruise Iron Man in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. Right. Which of all the things from that that film didn't do, that's the one that disappointed me most. Mm. I was 100% certain he was going to be in that. I didn't want them to start just doing famous cameos for the sake of doing it, though. But if you're doing a Multiverse of Madness film, that's the one. That is the one all day. Mm, I just felt they did enough with Spider-Man. No way home. No, because though that like they both served a story purpose. I feel like with Multiverse of Madness, you can just put stuff in the background. You can. They should have just gone well bigger with well, it. Well, yeah. Kind of yeah. like everything everywhere all at once. That went so big with the multiverse stuff. Yeah. And not everything was like a focus. But if you watch that back at like half speed, you'd see so many things that you didn't notice. Yeah. Pepper's taller than all these men as well. To be fair. Yeah. Uh oh. Fuck. He's a scary bloke. Look how big his suit is as well. He's a bit big scary <laughs> I liked his little run to get in it. That was funny. Again, he just saved so much time. <laughs> I bet he was gutted he didn't bring his Segway. <laughs> he also gets a sad line, Terrence Howard, at this point as well. He looks at like one of the suits and goes like, next time, baby. Just Aww. like, oh, you would have as well. You would have got to wear it. Another cool line. Leather jackets were in at the time, weren't they? Yeah. That design is horrible, though. Horrible, that silver one. Oh, it's really sad, that. Yeah, at least he got to drive the R8. Every cloud. Hmm. I'd like to drive an R8. It would be nice. I'd like to be friends with Iron Man. All these things. Yeah. I'd like to be a member of Agent Coulson's team. So in the original draft as well, he was just called Agent, and he barely had any lines. Oh. But he got on so well with the cast, and with John Favreau, it was like, let's expand this, let's... That's cool. And then he obviously did this, did Iron Man 2, did Thor, did Avengers, and then did, like, eight seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hmm. So, and he did Captain Marvel. Oh, of course. So he, he did well from it, from he being did friendly. really well from it. That's a real method, a real uh, lesson in being friendly. Yeah. Being a good bloke. Yeah. He would never have got run sweetheart run if he wasn't friendly. <laughs> but then that's sad that that's where he is now. Yeah, it's sad that that's what ruined his career. <laughs> He's not going to get a look in after that. It's bad, audience. Just watch it if you want. It's bad. We might come and do a commentary on it one day. But also, we definitely won't. I remember this bit scared me in the cinema. Oh, 11 year old me, this bit scared me. Oh, bless you. Yep. Shat myself. <laughs> Very reminiscent of um, Bryce Dallas Howard running away from the T-Rex. Except it makes sense for Pepper to wear in heels. They were just... Mm, it kind of makes sense. Of, mm, makes more sense for Pepper. Mm. She wears heels every single day. Yeah. She also didn't know she was walking into a fight. She didn't know. Bryce Dallas Howard, whatever her character's called, still don't know after three films. She knew that the dinosaur escaped. She should have. If there's ever a time to wipe your trainers on, that's the time. Yeah, she should have learned a lesson. She wanted Chris Pratt back, though, didn't she? (laughs) I also like that this guy's done through the floor. Have a day off, man. (laughs) This suit. Mm, I was about to say it looks worse. It looks worse when it's coming out the floor. It looks quite good when it's proper, yeah. Bit of a no-brainer end fight as well, though. This suit's just so much shitter. But it's so much bigger. Mm, yeah, That's why I like it. 
and again this kind of started the trend of marvel um especially for origin stories the villain being having the exact same powers but a different suit you know you got um ant-man does it um yeah loads of them do it i can't oh doctor strange does it um oh i can only think of two i mean captain america captain america does it he's red but he just has the same powers Mm. um who's Thor fighting for one loki no they're they're different enough good catch (laughs) audi definitely sponsored the film that's an audi as well definitely It'd be funny if you like caught the car and spun it around just so you could see the Audi logo, like Vin Diesel. Corona, holding it on the neck. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, saucy. Saucy. <laughs> <laughs> He's scratching that back. Um, Obadiah Stane also got a reference in Hawkeye. Do you remember? Nope. When, when Kate Bishop knocks down the bell tower at the start. Hmm. Um. A wing of that school is called like the oh, the Stain Tower. I think is the Bell Tower name. That's very nice. Bad, really. That the school hasn't renamed it in the like nearly fifteen years since it became a villain. Yeah, not great. <laughs> sort yourself out, school. Yeah, do best. I'll only forgive them if it's because they're so focused on education. <laughs> That's the only way it's forgivable. Yeah. Oh shit! Look, his big rocket. Oh, man. He's uh, compensating for something with that big rocket, isn't he? Should we say little rocket? <laughs> <laughs> See? Look, he's, uh, he's upgraded his armor and stuff. Which one? Tony. Oh. That must be fucking well heavy to fly. Maybe. No way that's getting any speed up. Very true. Or gravity can't go that high, surely. Isn't it crazy that, like, Paul Bettany stood in a recording booth without his lines, without the context of his lines, and it's fine. No, no, it's a bit mad. But it's kind of, he's supposed to be a robot voice, so it's not like, in this scene you have to be scared. It's always like, yeah, just give me give me completely neutral. There would be a bit of a waste of everyone else's time to bring him in for it. Yeah. No offence if he wanted to go, and I'm sure oh, he no, he didn't. for he it. Oh, no, he didn't. He didn't even know what film he was working on. He definitely didn't want to go. No. He wanted an holiday. <laughs> It's pocket money, Billy. Some pocket money. Paul Bettany has loads of good Marvel stories. He does. He said that um, when he was working on, he was working basically. He had a meeting with the producer, and it went terribly. And the producer was like, "You'll never work in Hollywood again." Yada oh. yada yada. You finished. And he said he was sat on the stairs, like contemplating his career outside the building. And then Kevin Feige rang him and was like, uh, "We want, yeah, we want to make your character um, a real person. We need you to come in and be Vision." <laughs> See, you solved the icing problem, Tony. Nothing. He never like the same. He never. Um, yeah, he never gets caught out by the same problem twice. Yeah. No matter in any films, like it's so clever. He does get caught out by a lack of power, though. and that's a bad thing to be caught out by to be fair he should just carry a backup generator around on his back the plug socket yeah has has anyone got a USB port quick quick wait 
How did he land first? Uh oh. Also, the suit looks really cool with like the odd hand out and stuff. Yeah, that looks clever. Mm. But again, hand to hand, no chance. Hmm. There's no way his shit suit would be back up and ready by now. Yeah, no way. I like that he makes his voice scarier as well. Mm. Very clever, Tony. Sorry, again, we're just lost in it. Lost in the magic yeah, of it. Peppers do that stuff. little moustache is bad, though. I wish you hadn't pointed it out to me. I don't think I've ever noticed it before. That's it's very distracting. One of those things that I will notice and then yeah. I will not be thinking about the film because I'll be so busy looking so at his moustache. I'm wondering what his shaving schedule is. I'm wondering how long he had to do this for. Every hour on like the hour. Yeah. And then I think, oh, shit, I've missed half the film. And then you'll ask me a question. I don't know the answer. <laughs> that was probably what Pepper was first hired as. His beard groomer. And she just walked away up. <laughs> like, so, like Mike and Sully in uh, Monsters, Inc. Walked away up from the mailroom. What a great story that is. Sorry, Perseverance is what it is. It is. So good. I also think that looks cool. Yeah, it does. I like Funny the way that his arms stretched like, out would probably reach the shoulders. That's what I mean, because like, his suit's so big. He obviously his head isn't properly in the head and his arms aren't at the end of the arms. I'd say he's top five villains. He's, we'll make he's a list a really as we go good along. Villain. I'm so upset I didn't bring you up on Trump's debate. Moody we went to Oh what oh yeah shit, we did talk about villains, didn't we? Yeah, I forgot completely forgot you about did. it. You did? Yeah, rough. Really unforgivable. Could have changed the tide, that. Again, Drunk Debate Episode 3, check it out. Also, let us know what you want us to Drunk Debate for our fourth one. We've done two MCU ones so far, yeah. We'll do anything. As long as we've not already done it. Should you sell weapons to terrorists, for example? We all know what team Kate would be on. (laughs) 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 I don't like his big necklace. Gotta be honest. No. I also like how he's kind of willing to sacrifice himself in most films, Tony Stark. Yeah, because he's inherently a good bloke, man. Yeah. But also, why doesn't he die? Purple stuff. Oh, is it a big blue sky beam? Oh, big blue sky beam. Oh, we should have added a sky beam ruling. Oh, it is a big blue sky beam. Oh, fuck. Do we do Honorary a shot for sip. it? A sip? Yeah, fair. Classic. This was this was the start of the sky beam era. Leather jackets sky and beams sky beams. dominated cinemas for about eight years after this, I'd say. Yeah. Beautiful moment. Fantastic had a sky beam, and that was 2015. Mm-hmm. So that's seven years later. You're still getting blue sky beams. Seven that should years have of big blue beams. It. That shouldn't have been made, let's be honest. Well, yeah, there is that. I'm intrigued to see what Marvel do with Fantastic Four. There's just... It's so, such a mess. It is such a mess. They got lucky, really, that Iron Man and all the subsequent ones in the 
direct MCU did so well. Yeah, to say like it's so easy to mess up a superhero film. It's, yeah, especially when you look at like I think it, like, the mess of earlier. DC. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's such a strict kind of pattern to follow. Yeah, obviously no, you don't have to, but it's kind of like the blueprints are there for you. But that kind of makes it harder as well. Yeah, no, I agree completely. So that you see that grainy picture on the front. Yeah. That apparently is a picture that a fan took who was hiding in the bushes during uh, production. Huh. And it like made the rounds on the internet and stuff, so they obviously put it on <laughs> the papers a little more. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's making his move on Pepper. He's making his move. He's going full swing. He said, I've had the salt, now on the pepper. Condiment joke. Layers. Mm-hmm. So that is his uh, comic book. That's the comic book uh, start. That's a sip. Alibi, that's the word. Ah, right. So in the comics, the like cover is that Iron Man is... Tony Stark's bodyguard, which is a bit nonsensical, but then, oh, that's kind of why. Because yeah, you never see them both, would you? Well, exactly, yeah. That Hannah Montana. Well, I suppose he can later on. He can. Um, oh, shield, shield, nod. Oh. Has he got his good heart back? No, no, no. Oh, he's good metal heart. Mm. Uh, good question. So, brings us to probably the most iconic moment of the film. We're about to see. Not mm-hmm. the scene where he's still got his top button undone, though, because he's still a cool dude, which I respect. Cool dude. Horrible green tie, horrible pinstripe soup. Horrible soup. Shirt. I keep calling a soup soup. That's the second time I've done that in this podcast. Oh, soup. That's a very weird mental typo. <laughs> um, the scene where he says, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He ad-libbed it. What does that mean? He improvised it. It wasn't in the script. I thought that was in Endgame. No, 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 no. He ad-libbed it in this. Oh. In Endgame, they give him loads of lines to say. Well, I think he said, fuck off Thanos as one of them. Fuck off Thanos. There you go. I tried nice. I tried two goals before I got a good click. Would have been better if the first click worked. I'm not going to take them out in the edit. I'm going to leave them in because we live and we learn. <laughs> Love that. But I yeah, so I this, think this third fuck off Thanos. <laughs> This and like the whole decision to leave I My Man in changed the whole MCU. It got rid of all the cover stories. Everything. Yeah. It's uh, Stark. I also like this condescending face then. So I know it's confusing. Stupid you, woman. Silly yeah. woman. Yeah. Andrew, a bad bang. You kissed me too weird. It was frantic. Didn't like it. That's true. He isn't the hero type. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Read the card. We've made it very clear. Read the card, Tony. He loves the glory. This is an arrogant sip we're about to have. Yeah, it is. And a sip the iconic line as well. 
because it is iconic and what a cool way to end the film and we will stick around for the post credit scene of course we will talk through the credits uh overall thoughts loved it fabulous completely agree so glad we finished it uh completely agree yeah very nice to finally get through it um third tries the charm uh, did it hold up for you yeah. in terms of what you remembered it being i know you've, yep. this is probably one you've seen the most yeah it definitely holds up i think it's probably one of the ones i've seen the least which i don't really know why i think kind of phase one is my least favorite phase purely just because it's it's just setting it up and once you get into like phases two and three it's more kind of it's all gearing up towards infinity war yeah. So if I'm going to whack one on, I kind of whack a later one on. But this is so good. I really like to do things in order, though. So I feel like if I want to whack one on, you would always I would start always start, start with number one, yeah. Fair. Very fair. Which is why I've ended up watching this specific one. <laughs> <laughs> so many times. 300 times. But then, like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. Or I'll I'll just put it on in the background. If, I don't know if you're around. I think, oh, I'll just do that. I could do it. Catching um, up. Freshening up on my MCU knowledge. Mm-hmm. Just, you just don't forget things. Like <laughs> no, I forget everything like else fish. other than the MCU. Well, uh, uh, we can we can skip the credits. I think to go straight to the post credit scene. Let's do it. Let's do it. If you're watching on Disney Plus, you can do it with us. Sorry, people in the credits. You all deserve respect. But so I actually didn't watch this scene the first time I was in the cinema oh, because post credit scenes just weren't common. Yeah, and I didn't. Again, I was 11. My mum took me. She didn't know. No, you'll just want to leave. Oh, so cool. You know, he signed a nine-picture contract at the start. Really? Nick Fury. Wow. Stark. And in the original cut of this, and there's a recording of it, he says he references the X-Men and Spider-Man. Really? And, uh, oh, this is an Easter egg, obviously, and a sip for the future tease. Avenger Initiative, three. Three sips. Film done. Iron Man done. That's MCU started. MCU We're here. Started. We've done it. Third try is the charm. Um, and thank you for listening. Let us know what you thought of the film. Get in touch. Let us know what you'd like us to do. Commentaries for what you'd like us to debate whilst we're drunk. Um, a lot of our waffles go up every Monday. Drinking commentaries go up every Thursday. And drinking debates go up every other Wednesday. We mm, are on all they the don't. good. They go up as and when we have something good to do. Always debate. on a Wednesday, though. If they go up, it's a Wednesday, yes. We are on all the good uh, podcast sites and the bad ones. And uh, please leave us a review. It means a lot. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you. Have a lovely year.